Hey, it's Billy. Welcome to the Start Small, Believe Big podcast, a safe place for those desiring to find confidence and peace, yet feel overwhelmed and discouraged. What if that discouragement is stifling what God desires to do in and through your life? What if, as we learn more about Jesus, grow in our faith, and serve others, we can encounter confidence and experience peace beyond all understanding? Sit down and get comfy or turn up the volume while you work out or get life done. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to do. Join me as we go on an intentional walk with Jesus. My husband and I have been in professional baseball for over 30 years. I say we have been in professional baseball over 30 years because it takes a team to live this life and enjoy it, even though it's quite crazy at times. We spent 17 years of those in the big leagues. When you get to the big leagues, you think you've made it. When you look at my husband's resume, we belong there. But it's been tough over the years. It's been tough over the years for me to make friends when living at the big league level. I don't want that to sound like, oh, we're better than you. What I struggle with is that I don't belong. You see, in the big leagues, there's a hierarchy. Players' wives, managers' wives, coaches' wives. One wife, one season, decided she was going to point out all of my deficiencies as a big league wife, and she thought there were a lot. My husband hadn't played in the big leagues like her. My jeans were not as expensive as hers. My shoes were open-toed, not closed-toed high heels. My hair was windblown. My jewelry didn't match. I'd had silver necklace on with gold earrings. I don't wear lipstick. And she thought I was supposed to wear lipstick as a big league coach's wife. You see, the list went on and on. And each night, I would leave the ballpark more and more defeated. There was never a time when she didn't put me down or put me in my place. It really hit me hard. It didn't help in me making better friends where God had placed me. I helped with Bible studies. I talked to the girls about Jesus. But I created very topical relationships because I didn't feel like I belonged. To work through the degradation, the the beating down that this wife had done in my spirit, or shall I say, I allowed her to do in my spirit, I had to create a creative way to deflect her put-downs. So each night when she'd come to me, instead of just allowing her to eat at my spirit, I began saying, thanks for noticing. Your lips, you don't have on lipstick. Thanks for noticing. Your jeans aren't very nice. Thanks for noticing. Your husband didn't play in the big leagues like mine. Oh, thanks for noticing. You see, she created such a fear in me of trying to make friendships with the team that in even thanks for noticing, I was giving 
a, an acceptance of her degradation, but it was helping me to actually push farther and farther away. Also, being in the big leagues, you don't really know who your friends are at times. I'm so blessed to have a good group of solid friends, but when you're in those big league cities, a lot of times the people that you meet treat you much different than they do when they find out later on that your husband is with the big league team. They may not notice you. They may not want to be your friend. And then they find out who your husband is and they want to be your best friend. They want to pull you into their arms and hug you when before they were pushing you away for whatever reason. When I wouldn't give them what they wanted, tickets, t-shirts, baseballs, they would get angry. It really created in me the spirit of fear, of not belonging, not being a part of what I thought God was asking me to do. I became very fearful of relationships. Today's scripture is from 2 Timothy 1.7. For this reason, I remind you, to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. In this, Paul is telling Timothy as he's been beaten down by the people of the church and outside of the church, that You are not given a power of fear, a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. And because you're being treated this way, you should be fanning into flame the gift of God. We have that gift of God already living inside of us. We are filled with God's Holy Spirit as children of God. And if you know you're filled with God's Spirit, you become more courageous in your relationships in the way that you fan into flame the gifts that God's given you, that you belong because God has not given us a fear of not belonging, but of power and love and self-control. We belong because God lives in us. You can be more courageous in your relationships. You can love other people, even though they may not show the love to you. You can enjoy being with them because you know you belong to the one almighty sovereign God. You're not afraid because God's spirit lives inside of you. The Bible says God is love and love casts out all fear. The more of God we have in our life, the less fear we can feel. We can find confidence and peace in Jesus even though we feel fearful. The starting point in connecting with other people 
is to pause and pray and ask God to give you that courage to take the first step. You need to do that to connect with that person that may be grinding on your everlasting nerve. I know that I've said this before. I'll say it again. I call those people sandpaper people. Sometimes those people are brought into our lives to just grind our ever-living nerve, or maybe they're there to help God refine us and rub out those places in our lives that they need that need to be cleaned up for Jesus' spirit to work more within us and through us. When we're full of fear and anxiety, we don't get close to other people. We back off. We fear being rejected, manipulated. We fear that showing our transparency that we'll be hurt or used. And all of these can be very realistic, but we can also make them larger than they should be and disconnect us from others. If we let people know what we're like and they don't like it, we feel like we don't belong. That's not true. A lot of times it has to do with what they are thinking, not with us. My sandpaper friend that got on my ever-living nerve with my jeans and my hair and my lipstick and my earrings and my jewelry, I embraced I didn't embrace her because of her actions. I didn't embrace her because her words didn't hurt me anymore. I embraced her because God gave me the courage to take a first step in connecting with her. I received that courage from Jesus, and I had to tap into it in obedience to Him. And in that, I fanned a flame of Jesus, of the love that God had put in me, living not in fear, but through His power of His Holy Spirit that lives in me. I could love on this woman and have self-control of the feelings that were bubbling up inside of me that were growing inside of me, the anger and the bitterness that could have grown inside of me. Instead, I poured out the love of God on this woman. I can't tell you that it changed her completely, but I can tell you that others around me saw how godly I was acting in response to her hurtful words. Not that I didn't vent at time, not that I did it perfectly, but I, le- I relied on Jesus instead of relying on me. So I want to challenge you this week. Do you have a friend that you need to ask for God's help in taking the first step into a deeper relationship? Do you have a sandpaper person that you've been avoiding because you didn't know if you could step into that relationship? I want to encourage you to pray and ask for God's help. We need deeper relationships so that we can shine the light of Jesus into others' lives. I want to challenge you in that. If you have a friend or a sandpaper person, ask for God's help this week in taking that first step into a deeper relationship. 
thank you guys for listening. I love you. I'm praying for you. Even if I don't know you, I pray for each and every one of you that listen to these episodes. I pray this podcast has empowered you to live life with meaning, allowing Jesus to work in and through your life, one step, one decision, and one action at a time. Don't stay the same. Keep going, learning truth, growing in faith, and serving others. Thank you for taking this intentional walk with Jesus today. I hope you join me again on the next episode. Can I ask you to help out the show? Subscribe to the Start Small Believe Big podcast where you listen. Also, I would love for you to sign up for my email list. We do a daily devotion Monday through Friday. And you can sign up for that on my website, billyjoust.com. That way you won't miss a daily devotion or one of these episodes. Leave an honest review too, if you can, on iTunes. Your ratings and reviews really help. I read each one and thank you so much for giving a review. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to do. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.